This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. Bible says in Galatians chapter 6 that when you go to your brother to confront him, you go with a heart to restore him. It's about your brother. It's because you love him and you see him on a path that's going to lead to him being harmed. And that's the right heart to go with. And if you're going with a self-centered heart because you've been offended and you've been wronged and you've been harmed and you want justice to be done, well, you need to remember that Jesus paid for that already. You understand? If you were molested as a child, that's paid for already? This is hard to hear, but it's true. Jesus loves the rapists, the child molesters, so much that he died for them. In spite of what they might do? No, because of what he knew they would do. Pastor Robert will be teaching about the great love of God and how, as his representatives, we need to share that love with those around us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts chapter 22 with today's message. He saw a group of so-called representatives of God who were less concerned with the people they were supposed to serve than with their own positions of power and influence. And it made him mad. should make you mad, too. Every time I see one of them on TBN, it makes me mad. I'm just telling you, not everyone who claims to represent God actually does. Jesus got angry with these Pharisees because all they were concerned about was this. That's what this was about. They had a great business going around the law and the temple and the sacrifices and all this kind of stuff. And they didn't care about the people. They were just worried about the money, the power, the influence. And it made him angry. Listen, when people are being abused, cheated, taken advantage of, when the helpless, the innocent are being exploited, it should make you angry. It should make you angry. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever been given about to kind of help me understand this and separate it a little bit, there was a time when I was wronged. I was offended. I was wronged by a brother. And I wanted to confront him. Like the Bible says, Matthew 18, 15, go to your brother in private. Man. And I went to a godly brother in leadership with the ministry. I was a part of at that time. I talked to him about it. And he said, well, you know, Robert, the issue here is not that you've been offended and harmed. What do you mean? God did me wrong. Yeah, but that's not the issue. See, the Bible says in Galatians chapter 6 that when you go to your brother to confront him, you go with a heart to restore him. It's about your brother. 
It's because you love him and you see him on a path that's going to lead to him being harmed. And that's the right heart to go with. And if you're going with a self-centered heart because you've been offended and you've been wronged and you've been harmed and you want justice to be done, well, you need to remember that Jesus paid for that already. Do you understand? If you were molested as a child, that's paid for already. The nails that went through his hands and his feet, the spear that went through his side, the crown of thorns, paid for the rapist, paid for the child molester. Doesn't mean it shouldn't anger you when someone is molested or someone is wrong. Absolutely, we should get angry. And there should be that protective shepherd's heart that the Holy Spirit within us is, rises up. But there's a balance in all of this. There's a balance in all of this. Sometimes anger is appropriate. Sometimes it's appropriate. When we see the helpless being harmed, when we see people being taken advantage of, it should anger us. It should anger us, no doubt. But then the next point here that I want you to understand, anger also needs to be owned. Now, what I mean by that is that you need to take responsibility for it because sometimes we use our anger as an excuse and we try to put that on other people. Flip Wilson was the one, I mean, he made a comedy act out of it. How many of you remember Flip Wilson? I'm showing my age. So are you, by the way. That was a setup. Flip Wilson came up with this character. What was her name? Some Geraldine. And Geraldine's favorite expression, anybody remember it? The devil made me do it. Guys, the devil can't make you do anything that you don't want to do. James says, we're drawn away. We're enticed by our own lusts. Yeah, the devil's involved. The demons help out. I mean, yes, there is someone, something enticing, but it's actually your desires that he's using against you. He can't make you do anything. And neither can your brother, your sister, your neighbor, your coworker, your mother-in-law. He can't make you do anything. But a lot of times we want to rationalize. I know I shouldn't have said that, but he made me angry. Oh, well, that lets you off the hook. No, it doesn't. It's like, you know, one of the popular things that maybe it still is back when I was a drinker. Oh, I don't know. I was drunk. Like, that's an excuse. The fact that you lost your temper. Do you understand? That's no excuse. Nobody made you do anything. Own, accept responsibility for your anger. Sometimes anger is appropriate. It's natural, no doubt about it. But it's a work of the flesh to just let it go. Ephesians 4, Paul writing to the church at Ephesus in verse 26, he says, in your anger, do not sin. That's good counsel. Let's us know it's possible to be angry and not cross the line into sin. It is possible, point number five, to surrender your anger. There are times when it is appropriate for it to be expressed with restraint. Led by the Holy Spirit. My dad, I remember a time, tell you a little story in my childhood. When I was about 16 years old, I guess, I had a couple of things happen, actually, that were beneficial to me in the long run. We lived about a I don't know, half a mile from the school that I went to at that time. It was a small private school by this time in my life. And I'd only been going there less than a year, I think. And we had this one teacher that, even in retrospect, she was just obnoxious. The poor lady did not need to be a teacher. She was a substitute teacher. 
And I had, I went out and left my lunch money at home that day. And, and my dad had come to the school and was at the office. And I had called him and asked him to come. He said he would, told me to come down to the office. And it was five minutes away. So I, I told this teacher I needed to go to the office to get my lunch money. I was already a little nervous because my dad didn't have a lot of patience with this kind of thing. And she said, no, take your seat. And I said, no, you don't understand. My dad is at the office now with my lunch money. I just need to go get it. I don't care. Sit down. And I had a pack of bubble gum in my hand. You know, the little five packs of hard bubble gum, gumballs, you know, maybe you don't. But anyway, I had a pack of them in my hand. And as I started toward my seat, I lost my temper. And so I turned around. And just as hard as I could through that bubble gum at the blackboard, which just happened to be right next to her head. <laughs> Seriously, I wasn't throwing it at her. I really wasn't. But she got showered with bubble gum anyway, because it was the hard. I didn't think about, you know, the plastic broke and the bubble gum balls shattered and must have been wintertime because they were almost like hard candy. And they just it just sprayed her. She got, you know, like bubblegum shrapnel all in her hair and of course her eyes got real big so then I got to go to the office <laughs> it was a small school the principal was also my football coach and he didn't like that teacher either but um, nonetheless discipline was appropriate because I had absolutely no business expressing my anger I, I still I, was it appropriate maybe maybe you could argue it it was appropriate the expression of it, no, it's completely out of line, completely out of line. And I was severely disciplined for that foolishness. The other thing that happened that really woke me up to the danger of anger, I was small. I'm still small, but I was real small at that time of my life, 140 pounds soaking wet. And I had a friend that he had a habit of his, his nicknames for people were always vulgar and offensive. He'd just come up with the nastiest, most demeaning, disgusting nickname that he could call you. And I didn't like it at all. It wasn't something that I found to be funny. And his other endearing quality was that if he could manage to slip up behind you and knock your books out of your hand, he was going to do it every time. Usually he would call you by that pet name as he's knocking the books out of your hand. You get the picture? We are so blessed with the technologies that God has given us these days. Being able to share Bible teaching through the radio is wonderful. A couple of other great resources are Facebook and Twitter. For most of us, these resources are part of our everyday lives. Maybe as you are listening today, someone in your life came to mind that would be blessed by hearing this message. You can share today's message on your Facebook page and Twitter feed to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ. Friends, radio is an expensive endeavor, and we want to let you know how you can help partner with us to help Main Thing Radio continue to grow. Here's Tracy. We all know that it's vitally important to support the local church, the place we call home, but it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. Log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the donate button. On behalf of Pastor Robert and the entire production team here at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for tuning in and may God bless you. Be sure to join us again on this same station at this same time for another edition of Main Thing Radio.